Alhamdulillahi wa kafa. Wassalamu ala ibadihi al-lazheen astafa amma ba'd. A'udhu billahi min ash-shaytani al-rajimi bismillah ar-rahman ar-rahim. Yawma la yanfa'u ma'lun mala banun illa man atallaha biqalbin salim. Subhana rabbika rabbil izzati amma yasifun. Wassalamu ala al-mursaleen wa alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Allahumma salli ala sayyiduna Muhammad. Wala Ali Sidana Muhammadin wa Barikusalim. Allahumma Sunni Ala Sidana Muhammad. Wala Ali Sidana Muhammadin wa Barik Wasalim. Allah SWT says in Quran, Yoma, remember that day. Yom al Qiyama. Remember that day of judgment. Live every second of your life in preparation of that day. La yan faumal. That none of your wealth, property, possessions will be of any benefit to you all on that day. None of your business, shops, factories will be of any benefit to you on that day. Wala banun, your sons, your children, any relation that you had the dunya, none of your worldly friends will be of any benefit to you on that day. The only and only one who will be successful on that day. إِلَّا مَنْ أَتَى اللَّهُ بِقَلْمٍ سَلِيمٍ Who brings to Allah subhanahu a pure heart. Pure heart. Means Allah ta'ala is going to examine our heart on that day. Everything else will be buried. Nothing else will be raised with us. What will be raised with us is the condition of our heart. Either we made, kept that heart pure through taqwa, or we made it pure through tazkiyah. There is no other way to get Qalban Salim. Either a person is on taqwa or they must have tazkiyah. There is no third way to get this purity of heart. Now when Allah Ta'ala gave us this information that the entire success on that day is based on our qalb, you know, a lot of people, a lot of believers, they don't even know what a qalb is. They don't even know they have something inside themselves called a qalb. They don't even know how to keep it salim. They don't even know how to keep it pure. They don't even know how to make it pure. So how are they going to be successful on that day when Allah Ta'ala said, Illa, Illa man atallahu bi qalbin salim. Only and only that person who brings to Allah Ta'ala that qalbin salim. So tonight, briefly, we want to look and understand from Qur'an al-Kareem and the Sunnah of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam. What is this qalb? Qalb means our spiritual heart, not the physical heart. Your body has a heart that the cardiologist examines, that pumps blood, that has a pulse, that has a heartbeat. Your ruh, your ruh also has a heart. That's called qalb. That's the spiritual heart. That also has a feeling. That has the feeling of iman, feeling of taqwa, feeling of haya. That also has a conscience. That also feels sad when we do sin. It also gets surur and happiness when we obey Allah Ta'ala. Allah bi dhikrillahi tatma'innul kulub. It's the spiritual heart that gets that itminan and sukoon when we make the zikr of Allah SWT. It's something completely different from the physical heart. It's our spiritual heart. Now understand that in addition to our body, Allah Ta'ala puts three things inside us. One is our akal, which is our mind. Second is our nafs. And third is our qalb. Akal is our mind where we have khalat, we have thoughts. Nafs is where we have khayshat, we have desires. And qalb is where we have feelings and emotions, ahwal and jazbat. Now every human being will make a choice that one of these three will become the imam of their life. It's our choice. There are some human beings that they chose to make the akal the imam of their life. So they're always doing what they think, what they think is right. They're always looking for some ideology, some ism, some nazriya, some sort, some falsafa, and they always go behind that. And this is what drives the world today. Large part of the world is going behind the thought. Thought of economists, thought of philosophers, thought of scientists, whatever the akal says, they say that must be right, that's what we should do. And there were some people from our own ummah, mu'mineen, who also made this mistake. And they also now try to understand deen through their akal. They try to understand Qur'an through their akal. They try to understand Sayyidina Rasulullah wasallam through their akal. It's not possible. Now you may be thinking Allah Ta'ala mentions, He does mention akal in Qur'an. Every time Allah Ta'ala says this in Qur'an, أَفَلَا تَعْقِلُونَ 
that do not use your mind, do not have sense, do not have an akal, in that Allah Ta'ala is talking to kuffar unbelievers, that can't you use your sense, your mind, and look in the creation, and see the signs of the creator in the creation? Can't you realize that Allah Ta'ala exists? Can't you realize you have to submit yourself to the Almighty Allah? That's the use of akal. Once a person accepts iman, then Allah Ta'ala doesn't talk about akal. Allah Ta'ala talks about something else. Now let me give you an example. Akal is just like eyesight. It's like vision. So even if a person has perfect eyesight, they will never ever be able to see anything unless there's light. Either there has to be sunlight, there has to be tube light, the bulb. If there's no light, no matter how perfect their vision is, they will not be able to see anything at all. Just like that, akal is like our vision. You have to use it in light of the Qur'an, Sunnah and Sharia. In light of Wahy and Nabuha. If in the light of Qur'an and Sunnah, you use your mind to understand deen, understand Qur'an, understand seerah, get lessons, what we call tafakku fi deen, then it's a good use of akal. But if you don't use it in the light of the Qur'an and Sunnah, the akal has no value at all. It's like trying to walk when you're blind. So they made a mistake, they tried to use their akal, so they think that no, I don't need to do this, I don't feel like doing this, I don't want to do this, this isn't important for me, what counts is that I'm a good father, what counts is I'm a good person, or what counts is I'm a good footballer, what counts is I'm a good coach, that's their mind talking, their mind is skewed, it means their mind is messed up, the mind can never guide you, Allah Ta'ala can guide you. Where in the world did we think our akal could give us hidayah? No, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave us hidayah in Qur'an and Sunnah. So some Muslims made this mistake. They also made the akal the imam of their life. Second choice was to make the nafs the imam of one's life. And large majority of humanity is living this type of life. Whatever their nafs wants, they do it. Allah Ta'ala says in Qur'an, Afara'ayta, Afara'ayta man ilahuhu hawa. Are you not amazed? Do you not gasp, agape? Do you not wonder in astonishment at that person who is taken as their ilah, their god? What? Hawa. Hawa is even the light fancies of the nafs. It's not even nafs amara. Hawa is just the halka, polka, nafs ki khaisha. Hawa is just the light whims and slightest fancy of the nafs. They do that. Pleasure seeking. Going for nafs. All the time, whatever the nafs says, they do it. Allah Akbar. Large group of humanity. We see this when we were growing up every Friday, Saturday night in New York. And we saw it last night coming back in the streets of Dewsbury, Batley. Hmm? It's sad. Allah Ta'ala gave us hidayah. It's a big ni'mah. We can never do enough sugar for this hidayah. If we didn't have hidayah, we'd also be following our nafs. You see the people the way they walk around like that. Drunk on Friday night, Saturday night, behaving like animals. Otherwise, they're mashallah educated people. If you meet them in their office, they may be accountant, they may be lawyer, they may be doctor, they may be respected. When our New York City, they were Wall Street corporate executives. They used to wear suits and earn millions of dollars a year in the day. But if you saw them Friday night, Allah Akbar Kabira, different person, slave to their nafs, following their nafs, they forgot their education, degree, civilized, they forgot everything. They're completely, it's his phrase in English, a creature of their desires. A slave to their desires. Al-Aman, Al-Hafiz, Allah Ta'ala keep us in Hidayah. Hmm? This is what they chose. And again, not just non-believers, non-Muslims, a lot, a lot, a lot of Muslims have chosen this path. Also choosing to make the nafs the imam of their life. Whatever their nafs wants, they do it. But the only difference is, is the non-Muslim does it openly without shame because they don't have any concept of iman. And the Muslim does it secretly. The Muslim conceals it. The Muslim hides it. Now there are two types of Muslims who are doing this. One is those Muslims who they don't come to masjid. That's a whole other group of Muslims. They are also worshipping their nafs. They go to the same bars, clubs, raves, dances, same things that the non-Muslims do. And there are people like that in this Dewsbury, Gujarati community. Believe me, I know. We know. <laughs> but there's a second group. Second group is which one? Which one from the Ummah? Guess. Second group is the one who pray in the masjid. Second group are the one who even have Sunnah of Nabi Akrim Wasallam. Secretly, they also worship their nafs. Secretly, they also sin. 
Secretly, they look at things on the screen they shouldn't look at. Secretly, they steal glances at women when they shouldn't be looking. They have secret affairs with women. Yes, and the Dariwala Gujarati Muslim community has a lot of cases like this. Men cheating on their wife. Yes. Sometimes slightly, sometimes majorly, sometimes outright zina. You know what Allah Ta'ala says to that person who's married and does zina? Allah Ta'ala says, I want that you should not even exist on earth. That's how Allah Ta'ala feels. Can you imagine? He's still walking around. Nobody knows. He still has Jumba. He still has Dari. He may even be Hafiz. He's walking around earth as if everything's okay. But in the eyes of Allah Ta'ala, He doesn't even deserve to be alive. <laughs> Allah Ta'ala doesn't even want to see him alive if he committed the ultimate act of zina. And he comes and prays in Salah. Don't think we don't know. Huh. This is another problem. Huh? Choosing to follow their nafs, even if they're Hafiz. You have cases of Hafiz plus cigarette, Hafiz plus music, Hafiz plus movie, Hafiz plus TV, Hafiz plus girlfriend, Hafiz plus zina, Hafiz plus qatl. It's all happening. On your watch. <laughs> it's happening on the watch of the people of the masjid. It's happening on the watch of all the imams. It's happening on your watch. not happening on my watch. I'm a traveler. It's happening on your watch. Hmm? Why? Why are they doing this? Because they also made this mistake. They're also choosing to follow their nafs. <laughs> also following their nafs. Even though Allah blessed them with Quran memorization, Allah blessed them with sunnah, still they're following their nafs. Whatever the nafs wants, they do it. They can't resist. That's what Allah said, إِنَّ النَّفْسَ amara. That indeed this nafs la'amaratum bisu'i, it will supremely command you, it will dominate you, overwhelm you, overcome you, and make you do evil. And they're having this problem. <laughs> and nobody is trying to, illa mashallah, few, few are trying to diagnose it. Few, are, few of them even are making tawbah. Few. Many of them are leading dorangi, two-faced lives. Zahir mein Allah ke bande, or haqiqat mein nahayat gande. Outwardly, apparently, they're the servant of Allah Ta'ala. And inside, no. Allah Akbar. Disease. Disease of lust. Disease of greed. Disease of envy. Disease of arrogance. Hmm? Disease. And then Allah Akbar. Ajeeb. Then this man, if he comes home, and if his wife happens to catch some message, instead of accepting that he's guilty, instead of crying to Allah Ta'ala, you're exposing me. This is your hidayah. Let me reform myself before I become zilil. No. Gets upset with wife. Yes? <laughs> Denies it. Acts as if he's innocent. Huh? Acts as if he's innocent. And ultimately gets angry at wife. Allah Akbar Kabira. Look at this nafs. Hmm? This is Fir'auniyat. He becomes like a little Fir'aun. Nobody can question him. Nobody can say anything to him. Allah Akbar Kabira. Hmm? This level of worshipping the nafs has now spread to also our own mu'mineen, even musalleen mu'mineen. Worship of the nafs. Our Hazrat says, Allah Ta'ala ke baad, sab se zyada ibadat nafs ki huye tarikh mein. After Allah Ta'ala, the most worshipped thing people have ever worshipped is their nafs. Afara'ayta min ittakhana ilahuhu hawa. Originally, meaning of verse was, aren't you stunned at the non-believer? But actually now we are standing in our own community. Hmm? Own community. They have Iman, they have Deen, they have Quran, and still they choose to follow their nafs instead. And it's, it's growing, it's a growing cancer, secretly growing cancer in the community. Unless you do something about it, it's going to explode. It's exploding in some people's families. It comes out in the home sometimes. It explodes and they don't know what to do. They panic. Hmm? You have to get a cure. This is called Tazkiyah. Unless you take the path of Tazkiyah, nothing will save you. Nothing can save a person from this nafs other than Tazkiyah. Even they can be Hafiz, even they can be Alam, even they do Dawah, even they go on Umrah, even they do work for Gaza, still they worship their nafs. There's even people like that. And they're sincere. They're sincere when they're making Dawah, they're sincere when they sleep with Shaykh, they're sincere when they work for Gaza, that part is sincere. They have another life. They have a dual life, dual personality, split personality. Never, it's not possible. Never will that person be successful on that day. 
The only person who will be saved on that day of judgment is the one who brings to Allah Ta'ala pure, pure heart, pure. Allah Akbar. So there was a third option. One option to make Akul Imam of life. Second option to make the Nafs Imam of life. Third option which Allah Ta'ala wanted us to do in deen is to make the Qalb the Imam of our life. That's called deen. Deen came to teach us, no, make your heart, the, which heart? The heart that you fill with Iman, the heart that you fill with love for Sayyidina Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. The heart you fill with love for Sayyidina Rasulullah The heart you fill with Tawakkul, the heart you fill with all of the feelings Allah has mentioned in Quran. Make a heart like that and then you will enjoy. Easy. Then you just follow your heart for the rest of your life. What happens then? When a person follows their heart, then they get saved from the problems of their akal, they get saved from the problems of their nafs. So Allah Ta'ala gave us a perfect hidayah. Not only that, Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he said that our deen is a deen of fitrah. What does that mean? Fitrah means that we, humanity, has been perfectly designed for deen, and deen has been perfectly designed for humanity. It's a perfect fit. The most natural thing for any human, not even any believer, the most natural thing for any human being to do is to make the kalb the imam of their life. So how has Allah Ta'ala made this happen naturally? So let's go back. Akal, nafs, and kalb. Now akal means our thoughts, what we think. The akal can never think on its own. It will always look at the heart first. It will view the kalb as imam and it will look. What are the feelings in this person's heart? It will look. So let's take the strongest feeling of the heart. It's called love. So the akal will see, what does this person love? Hmm? So if this person has love for ghair mahram in their heart, akal will say, fine, you are the imam. You have love for ghair mahram in you. All my thoughts will be about that ghair mahram. All the time this person will always have thoughts. And then they will say, gandhi hmm? Why? Because when you let them in your heart, you will never be able to get them out of your mind. How do they get in your heart? Just by looking. That's it. <laughs> That's why Allah Ta'ala is trying to save us. That don't look. Lower the gaze. When you see, your heart will take a picture. When your heart takes the picture, your mind will be thinking about it all the time. You will never be able to get her out of your mind until you can get her out of your heart. It's not possible that you let her in your heart and you take her out of your mind. Mar Mashaik Framate ki fikr ki gandagi zikr ki pabandi sidurati. The only way you can rid yourself of the impure thoughts is this tazkiya, is ragra, is cleansing, polishing, making a lot of zikr. Otherwise you will be stuck. You will be stuck. You will keep raising the gaze, keep making the mistake, keep having the thoughts, you keep letting it in your heart. If somebody has love for dunya in their heart, akul will look at that. They say, okay, this person has love for dunya. Fine. Akul will always be thinking about money, property, business, shop, payments, collections, profits, all the time, even in masjid, even in salah. <laughs> even in salah. Akal is not, kalb is the imam. It is the imam. Akal will look at the kalb and see what do you have. But there's another possibility that this person could have love for Allah Ta'ala in their heart. Love for Sayyidina Rasulullah in their heart. So Akal will look at that and say, okay, kalb you have love for Allah Ta'ala. So that mind will be thinking about Allah all day. رِجَالٌ لَا تُلْهِيهِمْ تِجَارَةٌ وَلَا بَيْءٌ أَنْ ذِكْرِ That even though they're working, business, shop, factory, office, clinic, whatever they're doing, still they will never be distracted from the zikr of Allah Ta'ala. Akul will see, oh, you have love for Prophet in your heart. Mind will always be thinking about Nabi Akreem Sallallahu his sunnah, some story of seerah, what would Nabi want me to do in this situation, all the time. Hmm? Akul will look at the heart. Same thing as the nafs. It's the fitra. Nafs will also look at the heart. Same examples. If nafs sees love for ghair mahram in the heart, nafs will have desires. Then you will say, I couldn't control my desires. Yes, who, where did deen say? Does it say anywhere in deen you can control your desires? Deen says you can control your gaze. Deen start at the beginning. Deen saved us at the beginning. How easy Allah Ta'ala made this eyelid. It's the easiest shade in the world. Fast acting curtain, fastest acting thing in the world is our blink of an eye. It's even become a zarbal missile. 
faster than the blink of an eye. Hmm? Yeah, that's how quickly Allah Ta'ala enables us to save ourselves. If you didn't control your gaze, there's no claim in deen that you don't control your gaze and you will somehow be able to control your desire. That's a myth you're living. You're in some fantasy land. You're deluded if you think that without controlling my gaze, I'll be able to control my desire. No, 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 not possible. You're deluded. Not possible. Not never going to happen. I can tell you we have young men who try for years and they never succeed. You can never control your desire until you lower your gaze. Not going to happen. Not going to happen. There's no circumventing anyone. I have Quran. Allah Ta'ala told believing men and women, lower gaze, you have to lower the gaze. So the akul will see, a nafs will see, that he has love for Ghamaram in his heart. Then nafs will have some serious desires. Allah Akbar. Then yes, you're honest when you say it was uncontrollable desire. I didn't want to do it. I knew it was wrong, but I did it anyway. Yes, you will do it anyway. Because your nafs will see that you have love for Ghamaram in your heart. If nafs sees you have love for dunya in your heart, nafs will have desires. All the time you desire bigger car, bigger house, better watch, bigger this, better that, more money, more fame. And the sign of this, by the way, is what makes you happy and what makes you sad. Hmm? If you feel happy, if you get more money and you feel sad when you make less money, that's the sign that's your nafs. And if you have functional relationship, okay, I earn, Allah Ta'ala, whatever you give me today, you give me more, tomorrow you give me less. My job is to earn and real job is to be on deen. Then that's the sign your nafs doesn't have that problem. But yes, if a person has love for Allah Ta'ala in their heart, then your nafs, this is called nafsul mutminna. Yes, if your nafs sees that kalb has love for Allah Ta'ala, love for Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, that nafs becomes nafsul mutminna. Now that nafs, what does that nafs do? That nafs also has desires. That nafs desires to wake up for tahajjud. That nafs desires to make zikr of Allah Ta'ala. That nafs desires to do da'wat of deen. That nafs desires to do khidmat of ummah. The nafs has this desire. Nafs. Allah Akbar. Hmm? So lucky is that person who kept their heart pure with pure feelings that even their nafs had pure desires. Those our choice. Our choice. What we put in our, our heart Whatever we put in our heart, our akal and nafs will base their thoughts and desires accordingly. If you look in Quran, every single major thing is based in our, our kalb. First, when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed Quran on Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Allah kalbik, Allah ta'ala says on your kalb, on the kalb of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. When me and you read Quran, who is going to benefit from Quran? Inna fi dhikra لِمَنْ كَانَ لَهُ That indeed in this Qur'an there is a dhikra, there is an advice, admonishment. لِمَنْ كَانَ لَهُ For whomsoever has a heart. <laughs> if you don't have the heart, you will recite Qur'an. Yes, you will sit and recite your Qur'an for half a juz, half an hour, and you will go out and you will still sin. You won't get the nur of that recitation. You will get the sawab of recitation. But you won't get the nur, you won't get tazkiyah, you won't get qurb, because your heart isn't in it. It has become a habit for you. Hmm? Yes, can you imagine in this community, I told you, Hafiz plus sin, person who recites half a juz of Quran every day in masjid plus sin, he can't remove the sin. That's called task, he can't do it. Quran be sin chal rai, guna bhi chal rai. Hifz bhi hai, guna bhi chal rai. Umrah bhi ho rai, guna bhi chal rai. It's a problem. When are we going to wake up to this? Ye durangi, Allah ko bardaas nahi hoga. Hame kyu bardaas te? That's the problem. Why are we content like that? Hmm? Sometimes a person maybe deludes himself that no Allah is still happy with me. How people say in the you know the British English where you talk, I pray Quran finish, I still pray Quran, I still read Quran. You still read Quran, but you're sinning. <laughs> What's the matter with you? Huh? What are you going to do when Allah shows you your sins on the day of judgment? What are you going to do about that? You had to leave sin. You have to leave all outward sin, all inward sin. In fact, you should be more scared. This shouldn't give you comfort. This should give you terror. That how is it possible that I read Quran and sin? This should make you more scared. <laughs> that what's the matter with me? What's the matter with my heart? That I actually do some Quran resuscitation every day and I still do Badnazar every day. When are you going to wake up? Hmm? It's a problem. It's a big problem. So Allah Ta'ala sent Quran on the Prophet's heart. Allah Ta'ala told us in Quran, you will benefit 
from it only if you have liman kana lahu kalb. Then you recite verse and you will get fear of Allah. You recite verse of controlling nafs, you will stop your nafs. You recite verse of lowering gaze, you will do it. What value is the recitation unless you practice it? Unless you feel it? Hmm? Then, Anbiya, Nabiya Kareem, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he also focused on the hearts of people. He also talked to people heart to heart. If you look at the hadith, Nabiya Kareem doesn't say very ugly things. He doesn't give fancy, long explanations. Dil ki baat karte the. Logon ko dilon ko makhatam karte the. Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So the awliyaullah, they follow the same tradition. They speak from the heart, they speak to the heart. They speak from the heart, they speak to the heart. So everything in our deen then is about the heart. Alright. Now in Quran, Allah subhanahu wa has mentioned three types of heart. Three types of kalb. So now we will check which kalb do we have. First kalb is called kalbun mayyit. It means the dead heart. Why is it called dead? It's supposed to be that heart of that person who doesn't even have a drop of iman. So because they don't have any iman, whether it's kufr, shirk, nifaq, whatever it is, agnostic, atheist, whatever they might be, if they don't have iman, then their spiritual heart becomes dead. Their spiritual heart becomes dead because iman is the life of the spiritual heart. Alright, so Allah Ta'ala describes this Qur'an several ways in Qur'an. Number one, that if only they had hearts that they understood using their heart, or they had ears that they listened and understood the revelation, but they don't. So then what does Allah say about these people? It's not their eyes that have become blind. It's their hearts in their breasts that have become blind. So it means Allah says this person has a blind heart. Blind. What does it mean? They're still seeing. But their heart is blind. They can miss Fajr and they don't see a problem in that. They can do things that are sin. They don't see a problem in that. They're blinded to being able to tell what is good for them, what is bad for them. So when the heart is blindfolded, guess who becomes the Imam? Nafs. <laughs> when the heart becomes blindfolded, then the nafs becomes the Imam. Then again they go back to that wrong way, they do whatever the nafs says. Then Allah Ta'ala gave a second example, that's called the sealed heart. Allah Ta'ala says in Qur'an, كَذَلَكَ يَطْبَعُ اللَّهُ عَلَى كُلِّ قَلْبٍ مُتَكَمْبَرٍ جَبَّارٍ That thus does Allah Ta'ala set a seal on the kalb, on the spiritual heart of every mutakabbir. They had arrogance, jabbar, then they were forceful on other people. They were arrogant, they thought they were something. They used force on their wife. Force on their employee, force on their friend. They treated others as if the other was lower than them. Allah says, I set a seal on your heart. Allah sets a seal on the heart. So hard heart, a blind heart, sealed heart. Then Allah says in Quran, third example of this, that they have a hard heart. Then your hearts became hardened after these things that you used to do. Then they became like rocks. They become like rocks. Or they became even harder than rocks. Why? Because from the rocks, even the spring of water can gush forth. But this person's heart is so hard that the tears of Toba can never come anymore. Blind heart. Sealed heart. Hard heart. This is all called Kalbun Mayyit. Now the question is, how do I know whether I have a heart like that? So our mashayikh, awliya, may Allah Ta'ala give them ajr and jaza, they explain to us, they open this up. It's called alamat. They tell us what are the symptoms and signs that a person has this dead heart. Then you can, everyone, you can decide for yourself if any of these symptoms are in you. First symptom and sign that a person has this blind, hard, sealed, dead heart. Number one is that they no longer feel any longing for akhirah all of their work and longing and hopes and effort and aspiration is for dunya. That's all they think about. That's all they dream. That's all they plan. Like I told you, their happiness and sadness is just based on dunya. 99% of the people in masjid are like this. That if you see one masjid, five times musalli in masjid, and you see him sad, so you ask him, that, Bhai, why are you sad? 
99% he'll give you an answer of dunya. Something bad happened in dunya. He lost something, something happened in business, there was some problem. His sadness is based on dunya. If you see me looking very happy today, 99% answer will also be dunya. Will be dunya. What does it mean? If he misses Fajr, he's not sad. You see him in Zohar the same day that he missed Fajr, same day, Nakat. And you see him in Zohar, he can still be smiling. He, can, he won't be sad. That you go to him and say, you look sad, he'll say, I miss Fajr today. No, that won't happen. He'll be completely fine. That's a sign he's got dead heart. <laughs> dead heart. Unaffected. Unaffected. Second. Second sign is what? That while well, we told you already this one, that when the heart is dead, then the nafs becomes imam. So this is a sign. If somebody says this sentence, that I couldn't control myself, my nafs overwhelmed me, I couldn't stop my anger, I gave talaq in anger, dead heart. Dead heart. I raised my hand in anger. I misspoke in anger. Also, I'm amazed at some of the language that we hear that some of these people use. With people who pray in the masjid. Some of the foul language they use on their children, on their wife when they get angry. It's haram. <laughs> I don't think you seem, nobody seems to be telling you this. It's haram. <laughs> your anger, your unlawful anger on wife and children is haram. Bejagusa. It's haram. These foul words that you use, it's haram. It's khilaf is sunnah. You have this sunnah and you don't have this sunnah. <laughs> then you become a shame on the sunnah. You become a stain on the sunnah. If you talk using any tone or language that Sayyidina Rasulullah, he would never ever use such a tone, he would never condone such a tone, sin. You're sinning. And they don't realize. Hmm? They're just happy that they do this and they pray five times a day. They think, I'm a kuli ajazat hai. Jo bhi ravaya mizaj hai. Then you defend each other. You say, unke zarat jalali mizaj hai. They say, unke zarat multisad zarat jalali mizaj hai. Aise bolte hai. Jalal, Allah Ta'ala Zul Jalal hai. You should be scared that you even talk like that. That so-and-so has Jalali. If somebody has Jalali Mizaj, you need to bring them immediately to Shaykh. He needs to be cured immediately. What you're calling his Jalal is Haram. Even to say that if you ask me is Haram. Allah Ta'ala Zul Jalali wa Akram. How dare you say about somebody that he's a bit Jalali, he gets angry, he has a temper, it's okay. You should do sabr, tell wife she should do sabr with him. Fine, I'll tell wife she should do sabr, but I want him here right now. And I want him to go through training. And I want him to go through tazkiyah. I want him to fix his anger. No, you don't think like that. <laughs> you just think that bas mera mizaj. What is your mizaj? Your mizaj is nothing. Allah Ta'ala came to change your mizaj. Allah Ta'ala sent deen to change your mizaj. That's what deen is. Deen has come to change your mizaj entirely. And this is a problem especially in some of the elders in the community. I respect you, you're my elder. But if you're 50s, 60s, 70s, and alhamdulillah you have white beard, but your heart is different from the Prophet ﷺ, who is going to tell you? Who is going to fix you? Your leja ruwayya, your andaz, your mizaz. Bilkul Nabi Kareem ke leja ruwayya, andaz, mizaz se mukhtalif hai. Hmm? Iski bhi, ye bhi khilaf hai sunnat hai. Iski kab fikr karenge? Iski kab durusti karenge? Iski tasi kab karenge? When will you fix this about yourself? Hmm? And you're in your 40s, then you hit 50s, then you hit 60s, then ziyada arjate. Pirun kopne mizaz se hilana mushkil hota With all respect. Some people, not everyone is like that. Obviously, we have many pious elders, we have pious young men also. But I'm talking about some problems, right? Allah knows best who have those problems. But the point is that we have to cure ourselves. If anybody has the problem, you need help. If ever you get angry with somebody and you know in your heart you shouldn't have spoken like that, Get help. That's all I'm saying. You need help. <laughs> Why do you live in this denial that you think you don't need help? It's a problem. If you don't have the kindness of the Prophet if you don't have the gentleness of the Prophet if you don't have the compassion of the Prophet if you don't have the sabr of the Prophet you need help. We need help. <laughs> so the ones who are trying to get help, they're okay. And if you're not trying to get help, it's a problem. <laughs> It's a problem. It will catch up with you. <laughs> it will catch up with you. You will say something, you will hurt someone, you will do something. Some of you then you, you speak so harshly to your child, you turn them away from deen. You turn them away from deen. 
Then they come to me when they're in their 20s after doing sin and I ask them, okay, what happened? Where are you from? They said, Dewsbury. I said, okay, Gujarat. They said, yes. I said, are your parents on Dean? They said, yes. So I said, what happened to you? And they give me stories. Allah Akbar. What happened to them? How they were treated in their home? How they were spoken to in their home? That's what happened to them. Something happened that turned them off the Dean. Hmm? Some Masjid Musalli did something to them, spoke to them in some way that turned them off Deen. Some family member who was Musalli, he spoke to them in such a way, treated them in such a way, it turned them off Deen. And you don't realize that. It's happening in your watch. <laughs> you don't realize it. Not changing your adab and akhlaq to follow the sunnah. Hmm? So this is what happens. This, this is a sign. This is a sign of the person. Third sign person has a dead heart. Is they don't feel hesitation in sinning. Jijak nayam, gunakarname. Nobody should be able to see me. Nobody should find out. I should be able to erase the record, conceal the sin. If I can find a way to pull it off, I will pull it off. <laughs> That's the only hesitation. Will I pull it off or not? That's the only question. Can I get away with it or not? Hmm? What does it mean? Can I get away with it from makhluk? Maybe you can. Can you get away with it from khalik? Huh? Can you get away from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Atah bin Abi Rabbar amtai firmatati ke e dost jab tum gunah karne ke irada karte ho tum vuh tamam darwazo aur pardo ko band karte ho jis ke zari se makhluk aap ko dekh sakta hai kya apni taraf tamam dekhne walon mein sab se kam derja apne Allah ta'ala ko diya ki bas Allah hi dekhne ko hini Oh friend, when you want to sin, you draw the curtains, close the doors, delete the histories, hide your tracks to make sure creation doesn't see you sinning. Are you only unconcerned about Allah Ta'ala that He is seeing you sinning? Allahu hmm? Akbar. Dead heart. <laughs> A sign, person has dead heart. Fourth sign, that they view A'mal Saleh as a burden. They find it difficult to do good deeds. You tell them, make up for Fajr difficult. In fact, they sometimes even present this difficulty. They say, look, I just can't do that. That's too, too difficult for me. Dead heart. Sign that they have a dead heart. Fifth, they don't like it if anybody gives them nasiha. They don't want to hear advice. So that young man, if somebody tries to advise him, he doesn't like it. He gets angry. He'll tell his own mother that don't talk to me. His own mother, he'll talk back to her. When the mother was just trying gently, sweetly to tell him to pray salah, remember Allah Ta'ala, he will talk back. Okay, then the mother will send the other son. That okay, look, he's your brother. Why don't you talk to him? He gets upset at the brother. Get out of my room. And then what does he do? He messages friend. Even girls are like this now. So the girl, she will message her friend. She will message some boy. What will the message say? She's only met that boy once in her life. She will message the boy that pick me up and get me out of here. I can't stand my parents. Yes, you write this. And then boy will come and pick her up and those parents who nurtured her her whole life, she will leave them and get in the car with the stranger. Why? Just because they were trying to guide her gently back on Deen. Dead heart. Dead heart. Don't want Nasiha. Don't want Kumuja Rokne Walaho, Tokne Walaho, Puchne Walano, Batane Walano. Nobody should say anything to me. Dead heart. Now look. Hmm? Are these signs there in us? Are they there and anyone around us? Are they there in this community? It's your job to find. If it's there, Tazkiyah is the only cure. <laughs> Tazkiyah is the only... Nothing in deen can be a substitute for anything else in deen. If you pray salah, you can't get the nur you get from fasting. You fast, you won't get the nur you get from paying zakah. You pay zakah, you can't get the nur you get from going on hajj. And Allah Ta'ala told Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam This is part of Nabuwa. This is also work of Nabuwa. You must recite to them the verses of Revelation And you must do their tazkiyah. Who? Those who he already invited to deen had already become mu'mineen to whom he was reciting Qur'an, teaching Qur'an, he was teaching them kitab, teaching them hikmah, wa yuzakkihim. You must do their tazkiyah. Oh, hukmah. It's part of deen. We need to make all the deen alive. 
That's called Ihya'uddin, Tajdeed Deen. If every single branch, every single field of deen is alive in any and every masjid, in any and every home, then that's called life. And if you have anything that's not like any, any organ doesn't function, you will get that sickness. If everything is fine, liver is defunct, you will get some type of sickness pertaining to that. If you say, no, but my kidney is fine, lung is fine, eyes are fine, doctor will say, everything is fine. Alhamdulillah. Everything is fine, but your liver is weak. <laughs> and he says, but look, but my everything else is strong. You say you have strength in everything else. Your liver being weak, nothing else can compensate for that. Just like that we may be strong in Tajweed and Ilm and Dawa and Gaza and everything and Sadqa and Charity, Maktab, Mashallah. If you're weak in Tazkiyah, nothing will be able to replace that. And it's true further around. If you're strong in Tazkiyah, it can't replace the Ilm, can't replace Dawa, can't replace Maktib, can't replace working for Gaza. Tazkiyahs can't do everything. You have to have everything in Deen. Everything. So I'm just here to teach you what are the signs that if there's weakness in Tazkiyah, you know yourself better, you know your families better, you know your community better. It's up to you. My job is to just to, to share with you teachings of Mashaik. Then you can decide. You need Tazkiyah or not as a community. Make kisi per fatwa nahi lagata, ilzam nahi lagata. Mere kaam hai aapke saath share karna, ye Tazkiyah hai kya cheez. Aap khud dekh lein, aapke cheez ki zhurat hai ya nahi hai. Up to you. Up to you. You understand? Manasib mahal. Haan? Gheer manasib mahal karna to majhe. Rok lein. Alright? Second. Second type of heart in Quran, that's called Kalbun Marid. This is now a middle stage. Not dead heart. This person has a sick heart, diseased heart. Allah Ta'ala said, why? What is the sickness? It's called sin. They're a believer, but they have a sickness called sin. Allah Ta'ala says in Quran, فَإِنَّهُ آثِمٌ قَلْبُهُ That actually it's their kalb that is a sinner. Allah Ta'ala attributes guna to the heart. Whatever sin you do, it's the heart that gets the sting of that sin. آثِمٌ قَلْبُهُ It's their kalb that does the sin. Okay? Then Allah Ta'ala says in Quran, فِي كُلُوبِهِمْ مَرَضٌ That in their hearts they had a disease. فَزَادُهُمُ اللَّهُ مَرَضًا That Allah Ta'ala increases their disease. So this can be disease of kufr, disease of nifaq. But it also happens to another person. What's that sign? It means that, let me tell you what are the diseases of the heart. There are five major diseases. Everything else is almost a branch of this. Disease number one, lustful desire. Shahwat. If you have it, it means kalbun muris. You have even one drop of it, kalbun muris. Isn't that how you treat your physical heart? If the doctor tells you you have slight palpitation, you will start telling everybody in your family, I'm sick, I have heart problem, doctor told me I have slight palpitation. Hmm? Or you will become a dil. You will become a dil. If doctor says that you have a palpitation, then you will Number one, shahwat, unlawful shahwat, unlawful lust. Second disease of the heart, unlawful anger, ghussa, jalbazi, reacting, overreacting, lashing out on people. Lack of tahammul, lack of him. Third is love for the world, hubbun dunya ra'sa greed, love for money. Fourth, hasad, bogus, kina, means envy, jealousy, you don't like it if you see the other person with the nicer car. You get upset when you hear he got the promotion. You don't like to hear about other people's success. You were thinking of opening up the shop. The other guy opened the shop. You get upset. You get angry. Hmm? Hasad. Fifth disease is kibr, takabur, ujub. You view yourself as something. You view yourself as better than others. You treat others as if they're lower than you. These are the five major diseases of the heart. Everybody can assess themselves. No problem. Do we have it or not? If you have any one of those five, that's called Kalbun Muriz. Now what were you supposed to do? The same thing you do when you have physical illness. When we have physical sickness, we go to the doctor. We go for a cure. Same thing when you have spiritual illness. If you have spiritual illness, you have to go to Sheikh. You have to get Tazkiyah. You have to get the cure. If you don't get the cure, then this happens. So you had the disease of lust. You couldn't control your gaze. You didn't ask any shaykh, how can I fix myself? Allah will give you more lust. Yes, You will then say it's uncontrollable. You used to get angry sometimes. You didn't ask anybody to help you. You didn't look for what's the cure in deen. You didn't go for tazkiyah. Allah will make you more angry, more irritable. Hmm? 
You felt a little bit of love for dunya. You didn't go for cure. You didn't find out. Allah will make you more greedy. Just like that for all of the diseases. If you don't try and get cured, Allah will increase you in that illness. Hmm? Then it gets difficult. About batayin, jiska maraz, Allah barhane. Ab nikalna kitna muskil hoga. Thos toba karna padega. You'll have to make such intense toba now. Because Allah Ta'ala is letting you stray even further in the path of disease that you picked for yourself. Hmm? Now, sign that the person has this heart, first sign, is that they will have flux. The person has kalbun mariz, they go up and down. Sometimes they have few days, maybe Ramadan, they're actually very nick. They'll maybe nick. means in their heart they don't feel lust, they don't have anger. There will be some days when their heart is free of these diseases. In those days they may even be like olia. And then there will be some days when all of a sudden the disease flares up. Their illness flares up. Then they behave like olia or shaitan. Sometimes they're like olia or rahman. Sometimes you will see them crying over their sins. Sometimes you will see them soft. Sometimes they're not getting angry. Sometimes they don't have the disease. And other times the disease acts up, it flares up. You can decide if that sign is in me or not. Everybody can check. Hmm? Everybody can check. Do I have this problem or not? Kalbun hmm? maris. Sometimes they're good, sometimes they're bad. This is also a type of nifaq. Also a type of nifaq. So the cure for this is what? That we cannot have two hearts. Allah Ta'ala said in Quran, مَا جَعَلَ اللَّهُ لِرَجْلٍ مِنْ قَلْبَيْنِ فِي جَوْفِهِ Allah Ta'ala has not given anybody two hearts. That one kalb is for Allah Ta'ala, the other kalb is for najayis things. No, one heart for one Allah Subhanahu Ta'ala. So simply speaking, here a person has to get the cure. Now I want you to imagine. Imagine if I told you that let's go visit somebody who's sick. And on the way I tell you how sick he is. I said, this person we're going to visit today, he's got cancer, lung cancer, and he's got prostate cancer, and he's got blood cancer, leukemia, and he's got hepatitis, and he's got typhoid, and he's got multiple sclerosis, and he had a stroke and he's paralyzed, you would say, Ya Allah, Ya Allah, you would have so much rahm, right? Even though you were just saying it, you would, Now understand, me and you are exactly like that. We have the cancer of lust, and the cancer of anger, and the cancer of greed, and the cancer of envy, and the cancer of arrogance, we are more qabil rahim than that mariz. Bas itna farq hai ki uska ehsas hai ki wo bimar hai. Hum do ke mein hai ki hum bimar nahi hai. Imam Ghazai 900 years ago, he wrote in Ihlamuddin, that people who have amrazul kulub, who have diseases of the heart, they're like the leper, who has leprosy. I don't remember how to call this in Urdu. The leper who has leprosy and he looks, he's seeing the mirror and he still denies that he has a problem. Hmm? He's seeing in the mirror his sickness and he's still in denial. In denial. This is our condition. We have Kalbun Muriz, but we're in denial. In denial. But Alhamdulillah, there's also one more Kalb Allah Ta'ala mentions in Quran. Last type of Kalb. First was Kalbun, blind heart, sealed heart, hard heart. Second was this kalb, kalbun mariz. There's a third type of kalb Allah Ta'ala has mentioned in Quran. That's that same kalbun sadeem. Kalbun munib. Hmm? The heart that is pure. The heart that does love Allah Ta'ala. The heart that yearns for Allah Ta'ala. The heart that is free of lust. The heart that is free of anger. Unlawful lust. The heart that is free of unlawful anger. Heart that is free of greed and love for the world. The heart that is free of envy, jealousy for others. The heart that is free of arrogance and pride. Hmm? That's also there. That's also a way of life. It's our choice. <laughs> it's our choice. But to get that kalb requires some effort. Hmm? That requires some effort. That effort is first called taqwa. As long as you have taqwa and as much taqwa as you have, you have kalbun salim. But if ever, ever in your life you've ever slipped from taqwa, then the only way to get it back is called tazkiyah. So it's two choices to get kalbun salim. If somebody says, no, alhamdulillah, I've been on taqwa my whole life. So I say, mashallah, like few of our great ulama, they're like that. So they already have kalbun salim. But vast majority of the rest of us, we've slipped. (laughs) 
There have been major slips in our life. Moments when we felt that lust. Moment when we had that greed. Moment when we had that anger. Maybe major episodes of lust. Maybe major bouts and fits of anger. Maybe major crisis of love for the world. Maybe major feelings of envy for someone. Maybe major feelings of arrogance. We had that problem. So that means that, okay, we don't have Qalbun Salim through Taqwa. So then if you want Qalbun Salim, then there is literally only one way. Qal aflaha man tazakka wa zakarasma rabbihi fasalla. Only one way now. Tazkiya, zakarasma rabbihi, zikr of Allah Ta'ala's name, and fasalla and becoming more quality in your salah. You have to follow this path of tazkiya. If a person does this tazkiyah, then they will be able to get Qalbun Salim. So let me just give you very briefly a couple of signs of Qalbun Salim. And you can see if you have it or you don't have it, right? This also should have some signs and symptoms, some alamat of Qalbun Salim. First, Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he mentioned hadith. Man ahabba lillah wa abghala lillah wa ata'a lillahi wa mana'a lillah that that person who all their love now is for the sake of Allah Ta'ala. They love what Allah loves. They can only love what Allah Ta'ala loves. They cannot love anything if Allah Ta'ala doesn't love it. That's a sign they have Qalbun Salim. So it means they can't love Ghair Mahram because Allah Ta'ala doesn't love that love for them. They can't love dunya because Allah Ta'ala doesn't love that love for them. My Hazrat Ali Farmate that this dunya ko Allah Ta'ala ne kabhi bhi ek dafa mohabbat ke nazir se ne dekhi. Aap isse kiasse mohabbat karte Allah Akbar. That world that Allah Ta'ala has never looked at with love even once. Kul mata'un dunya kaleel. Allah Ta'ala says, this is nothing. <laughs> Say to them, my beloved messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, mata'un dunya. All of the stuff in the world, the entire world and all that it contains, kaleel is a trifle, is insignificant, means nothing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah Akbar. So this person who has Qalbun Salim, they view the world like that. They get the marifat of dunya, and they get the marifat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Then, lillah. They can only dislike something that Allah ta'ala dislikes. They have no mizaj, ruwaya, rujhan, tabiyat, finished. All finished. Like Hazrat Rashid Amangangoyir Amtai said, that the makruhat sharia become makruhat tabiha Means whatever is even slightly disliked by Allah Ta'ala, slightly disliked by me. What is severely disliked by Allah Ta'ala, severely disliked by me. What is detested by Allah Ta'ala, detested by me. All of their dislikes are also only what Allah Ta'ala dislikes. They have no personal dislike. They can't say, I don't like that person. Then they will look at that person and they will can't dislike that person because Allah Ta'ala doesn't dislike him. That's it. There's no personality preferences left in them. Wa means that whenever they give something, do something, is for the sake of Allah Ta'ala. Whenever they prevent something, refrain something, they do it for the sake of Allah. So this was the first sign. Second sign mentioned hadith. At-tajafi and darul ghurur. That they are, you can say their heart it grows weary, grows tired of this deceitful world. Darul ghurur means the abode of deception. They don't enjoy dunya. Put it that way. They can't enjoy it. They don't get enjoyment from dunya. They function in dunya. They earn dunya, live in dunya, attain dunya, accomplish dunya, achieve dunya, but they don't enjoy dunya. You can put them in a Mercedes car, they won't enjoy the leather seat at all. They have no ability to feel enjoyment from dunya. Why? Because their heart is full feeling enjoyment from ibadah. Yes, all of their lazat and lutf comes from ibadah and deen. So they have no space left to feel the enjoyments and pleasures of dunya. We're the opposite. Sometimes people, they say, oh, I can't feel anything in sajda. And I say, how long has this been going on? So it's been going on for years. I say, okay. So then they say, I don't know, maybe I've become numb to salah. I say, no, you're not numb. You have your Mercedes for three years. Every single time you sit in it, you feel the lazat of the upholstery. How come you didn't go numb to that? Hmm? How come you can feel that lazat? You can feel that lazat and you can't feel this lazat? It's a problem. <laughs> it's a problem. You will see the young man, they get down on their knees and they clean the rims and wheels of their cars. And that's how much lazat they get. And that wheel is just after they're going to drive and it's going to drive over some najasa and dirt and filth. But they get lazat from that. And when they get down on their knees and make sajda to Allah Ta'ala, they feel no lazat in their heart. What's the matter with you? Hmm? What is it that you get your joy from? 
you know the thrill of watching soccer, you don't know the thrill of sajda, you know the thrill of coaching, you don't know the thrill of iman. You have thrills, you have the wrong thrills in life. You're deluded, you don't understand why you've been sent to this world. We have been sent to this world to feel the thrills and passions and pleasures of deen. We haven't been sent to this world to feel the thrills and passions and pleasures of dunya. So that's the sign person has pure heart. They actually feel it. They feel passion and pleasure at every single thing in deen. Every ruku they enjoy it. Every sajda they enjoy it. Every tilawat they enjoy it. Every single second of deen they enjoy it. And they get a thrill. And every day they get a new thrill. Yes, Mashaikh Oliya, they mention Allah Ta'ala said in Quran, Kullah Yomin Huafi Sha'an. Allah says in Surah Rahman that every day Allah Ta'ala manifests Himself in a new Sha'an. And they actually enjoy that new Sha'an every day in Salah. They love Allah Ta'ala in a new way every day. They enjoy Sajda in a new way every Sajda. <coughs> yes, people are like that about the dunya. They say, I enjoy every match. I enjoy every game. I enjoy every bite. That's how people talk about dunya. Huh? Huh? They love the dunya the way they were supposed to love Allah Ta'ala. That's how you're supposed to talk about deen. I enjoy every bite of salah. Yeah. Huh? Hmm? Don't have that. If you have it, that's sign you have Qalbun Salim. If you don't have it, well, anabatu ila dal khulud. That they're always yearning for akhirah. Dreaming of akhirah. And last sign of Qalb al will do for you today. Uh, what does it mean? So we explain in English so simply, they're ready for death even before death is ready for them. They're ready to die even before death is ready to take them. Qalb al-Salim. They have yearning to meet their Rabb. They're dying. They're yearning for the day of judgment. They're happy. They want to die. Yes. They want to die. Not in some suicidal way. They're going to live as long as Allah wants them to live. But when they see death coming, they say, Marhaba, Marhaba. Welcome, welcome, O friend. I've been waiting for you. I've been ready for you. I'm waiting for you to join me and connect me and bring me to my Allah. Al-Mawtu Jasrun Yusil Al-Habib Il-Habib. They say death is a bridge, it just brings one lover to their other lover. Hmm? That's how they feel. You ask yourself, you have these signs? Which signs you have? So now we're done. We told you the three types of Kulub in Quran. We mentioned to you signs and symptoms of each of the three. The rest is all up to you. Now you can't say nobody told me. Hmm? Oh, <laughs> Yes, that's why we came, Mwana. Hmm? Now you can say, I didn't know any of this. I thought I could just keep doing what I'm doing. I thought whatever deen I had was just fine. No. Illa man atallaha bi bin salim. The only person who will be successful is that person who brings to Allah Ta'ala a pure heart. So I will just end by reciting to you two verses in Quran that give us great hope. Great hope. Yes, it may be I can get this Kalbun Salim. Right? Because let's be honest, all of us are either Kalbun Mayat, maybe some lucky person here is on Kalbun Mariz. Sidi Simat. Alright? So is there any hope for us? Yes. There are two verses that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said. Number one, Allah ta'ala says in Quran, Wa'lamu, Allah Yahulu Bainal Mar'i wa Kalbihi. That look, Allah Ta'ala can do it. He is Mukalibul Kulub. So Allah says in Quran that no. That Allah Ta'ala, and it's difficult to translate this in Yahulu Bain al-Mar'i, Allah Ta'ala can intervene between a person and the state of their heart. Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala has that ability that even if you have Kalbun Mayat, Allah can help you. Allah Ta'ala can come between you and that Kalbun Mayat and protect you from your dead heart affecting you. Allah Ta'ala can come between you and your Kalbun Muriz and protect you from the sinful desires overwhelming you. So you just have to turn to Allah. That's not, it's difficult for us, but it's easy for Allah Ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala just has to make an irada, kun fayakun. He just has to wish it for us, and it will become. So we can make dua to Allah Ta'ala. Second, Allah Ta'ala said in Quran, وَمَن يُؤْمِن بِاللَّهِ يَهْدِي قَلْبَهُ That whomsoever has iman in Allah Ta'ala, that's it. Allah Ta'ala could have said, وَمَن يُؤْمِن بِاللَّهِ وَأَمَلَ أَمَلًا صَالِحًا No. 
Whomsoever even has just Iman in Allah Ta'ala, Yahdi Kalbahu, He Allah will Himself personally directly send Hidayah on their Kalb. Alhamdulillah, we still have Iman. Maybe we don't have so many Amal Saleh. Maybe we may have some sins. But Alhamdulillah, all of us have Iman. So we can make this Dua to Allah Ta'ala that Ya Allah, I have Iman. I have drop of Iman. I have some aspect of Iman. At least I only make sajda to you. I mean, my heart may be making sajda to makhluk, but my body at least I just make sajda to you. I recite kalima to you. Allah Ta'ala, I have this Iman. Yahdi kalbuhu. Allah Ta'ala, send your hidayah on my heart. Fix this heart. Change this heart. Take me out from the dead heart. Take me out from the diseased heart. Bring me into kalbun salim. So we can make this dua. Allah Ta'ala has given these two eyes of hope. So may Allah Ta'ala accept this dua from us, this near from us. May He make each and every one of us get Kalbun Salim first and die second. Let none of us die in such a state that death comes to us and we have Kalbun Muriz. Because then the only cure for that maraz, now Taskiyah will no longer be an option. Then the only cure for that maraz is the fire of Jahannam. And if we show up with the Kalbun Mayat, Allahu Akbar Kameera, Al-Aman Al-Hafiz, May Allah Ta'ala protect us from such a misfortunate outcome. May Allah Ta'ala help each and every one of us to come on this path of Tazkiyah, to get Kalbun Salim, to get this Tazkiyah. You simply need to have Shaykh and you need to make Zikr. Everything else continues. Your whole life will continue. Job will continue. Dawah will continue. Khidmat continue. Whatever you're doing for Gaza, for community, whatever you do continues. Everything continues. You just add one element to your life. That's it. Nothing will change. This is a myth. People say that, okay, if I start this, this what will this be affected? Will that be affected? Nothing will change. Everything else in your dunya and deen will stay. Only one thing will be changed is your heart. That's it. When Mashai give bayan and teach you zikr, they're not wanting to change anything in you. They just want to change your heart. That's it. That's it. There's nothing else. That's why Mashai say, dil ka saudai. Allah ta'ala ko dil dena padtai. اب دل دینے کے لئے کبھی مدد چاہیے کہ کوئی مجھے بھی کوئی بتانے والے ہو سکھانے والے ہو کہ میں بھی اپنے رب کو کیسے دل دے بیٹھوں وقت تو دیتا ہوں دین میں دعوت میں علم میں کمیونٹی میں خدمت میں وقت تو دے رہا ہوں دل نہیں دے پا رہا اس دل دینے کی مدد کے لئے شیخ لیتے ہیں اس دل کو اللہ کو بنانے کے لئے ذکر کرتے ہیں that's it everything else stays the same nothing else has to change only our heart has to change so simple so we should make that near in our heart that I want to make true Tawbah on this night, this evening. I want to repent from all of my sins. I want to bring my heart closer to Deen. I also want to have Kalbun Salim. Wa akhirat da'wana an alhamdulillahi lambin